Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, DJ. I mean, a few days away from the Super Bowl, which is kind of the final chapter of the 2021 season. But, man, we're right on the precipice of being able to talk about the combine and all the other stuff. It really kicks off to 2022 draft calendar and so kind of juggling a couple things at one time but it's an exciting a very exciting time yeah we got free agency sandwiched in between there as well um i think we're probably there's i think there's more people like us than uh, than people realize in that while we're looking forward to the super bowl and uh and it's going to be a great game and it's kind of the obviously the culmination the biggest uh, sporting event of the year 
I'm kind of looking forward to Monday. Like, let's turn the page and let's get to the team building process, which we love so much. The draft, you know, huge component of that. And it's going to be preceded, as I mentioned, uh, by free agency. And I think the Bengals being in this Super Bowl two years after having the first pick shows you how fast this thing can turn around. And then the Rams, which we're going to devote this episode to and how they've built their team, shows you that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting when you look at both of these teams, um, because now what happens in a little bit is the overreaction um, of what happens when we look at the teams that are in the Super Bowl. We begin to kind of kind of put these blanket statements out about the way these teams are constructed. That's kind of like the gospel. Mm-hmm. But I think this is interesting because it's really contrasting styles. You have the homegrown team in the Cincinnati Bengals that we talked about. The majority of their offensive players came directly through the draft and developed process and then they kind of augmented that with a very heavy free agent approach to their defense and then you have the LA Rams who I mean I'm I'm be honest like I'm an unabashed fan of star power they have (laughs) said yeah we're just gonna go and get stars and however you want to phrase it whatever analogy you want to use whether you use the the old LA Lakers whether you want to use the New York Yankees uh whatever dream team scenario that you want to put out there. I think the Rams have embraced it. And what is crazy about the way that they've embraced it, they've been able to embrace acquiring star players at marquee positions while still drafting and developing guys that they find rounds three, four, five, six, and seven. To me, it's a fascinating, fascinating mix of those two principles and philosophies coming together for one team. Yeah, it really is fascinating. And um, I, I say we just kind of jump in here. First of all, uh, the man kind of pulling the strings here has been Les Snead and give Les a lot of credit and their and their personnel department for really kind of thinking outside the box, as, as you mentioned, and trying to navigate these waters and find the best way to build the team. And I think that that image that I have with them and that I, I've kind of used this analogy a couple of times was that Sunday school analogy where it's it's about priorities right you take your big jar and then next to the big jar they have big rocks they have little rocks they have sand there's a cup of water and you go all right how do you get all these things in this jar you go okay it's impossible there's no way you can fit all that in there and they they give you an example say okay well what if we put some little rocks in then you put the water in then you try and fit the big rocks and it doesn't fit the way that it fits is you get the big rocks in first and then you put the little rocks and then you put the sand and then you put the water, and then all of a sudden you get all the things in proper perspective. You can get it all fit in. It's kind of like a analogy for how to you know balance your life. But they got the big rocks in, Buck, and that was premier players at premier positions, even if it cost them premier cash or premier picks. Yeah, DJ, you know what's fascinating about this is we've talked about like premier positions. It's been one of the things that has been talked about in NFL front offices forever. But the way that we used to talk about it was a – Hey, it's the quarterback, it's the left tackle, it's the outside pass rusher, maybe it's a, a defensive corner or something like that. The Rams have kind of taken it and put a fresh spin on it as the league has changed into a pass-happy league. Uh, they certainly have the premier pass, passer in Matthew Stafford. They've acquired a slew of playmakers. Cooper Cup, who is homegrown, yeah. OBJ, who was an outside product that they kind of picked off the trash heap. But we know that he's more than that. Van Jefferson is a homegrown product. Tyler Higby is a homegrown product. In the backfield, uh, Cam Akers is homegrown. But they acquired Sonny Michelle via trade. Defensively, we talked about as two things that matter on defense. Pass rushers and then playmakers in the back end. 
pass rushers. They had Heron Donald, homegrown. They acquired two, Leonard Floyd and Von Miller, different means. They signed Leonard Floyd on the cheap after he was cast off for the Chicago Bears. And you just think about what they were able to do to give up for Von Miller. And then Jalen Ramsey was a big trade. Just looking at how they put it together, man, it is a fascinating team-building discussion. And it's one that if they win it, all of the naysayers and all of the critics that have taken them to task for giving up all those first-round picks, everyone has to be quiet mm-hmm. because it worked out, and it worked out the way that they wanted it to. All right, let's let's go back and, and, and look specifically at the offense. And you mentioned a number of those guys are homegrown guys. I went back um, and pulled up my Cooper Cup report here, Buck. That's always fun when you go back and look at this stuff. Now, keep in mind, Cooper Cup this year led the league in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. So – Whatever I said, it wasn't good enough. I can promise you that. All right, here we go. Uh, Cup has outstanding size and solid play speed. Lined up outside in the slot at Eastern Washington. Uses his physicality to power through press. He's a very precise route runner. Uses his body to shield off defenders and has the ability to adjust and make contested catches down the field. He has very strong hands. After the catch, he flashes some bursts, and he's very physical. Also has some experience returning punts. Overall level competition isn't great, but he stepped up when when Eastern Washington faced top-notch teams out of conference. Despite the large step up, Cup is prepared to make an immediate impact in the NFL. Now, that's a positive report. That does not uh, uh, foretell somebody that's going to end up emerging as one of the top receivers in the NFL. But when you kind of go through it with a red pen and you start underlying uh, play strength, right, was there, which we've talked about, Mm -hmm. um, precise route running. Right. Then we've talked about excellent hands. Those are I mean, you can kind of pull out the little seeds there that kind of show you maybe where this thing was headed. Yeah. Let's go back before we go forward. So I think the Cooper Cup um, emergence is is outstanding. It's, it's a fascinating thing to watch a guy from Eastern Washington, a small school, go down to the senior bowl and dominate, go into the National Football League, find his way as a role player and then emerge and explode as a superstar. One of the things that you consistently hear from the Rams and their people is that our culture will quickly weed out those who do not love football. Mm-hmm. Not so much that is look a very taxing or grueling physical culture, but it's one that from a mental standpoint, they put a lot of on their players to learn it, to know it, to love it. There's multiplicity in what they do offensively and defensively. So you really got to love it to dig into the details and do it. Cooper Cup is all of that. When you talk to him, people have gone crazy over the things that they, they've seen hit Twitter when he's discussed how he gets open and being able to read the defense and all that. DJ, it kind of goes to a thing that we have talked about subtly, maybe not enough. Man, it's a lot easier to win when you have smart players on your team. Yep. And not only are we talking about book smart from an academic standpoint, but in terms of just Football smart, awareness, understanding, understanding the game, not only from your vantage point, but what the opponent is doing defensively. It is a lot easier to build with a collection of those guys than guys who aren't able to do it, who may have superior athleticism, but they may be lacking in some of the football IQ and football intelligence and instincts that we desire. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's 100% true. And I, I want to get that to a, another receiver um, that they have that's homegrown. You mentioned Van Jefferson. Now, remember, they acquired Brandon Cooks. Uh, they were mm-hmm. aggressive and acquired Brandon Cooks. He was a part of their first Super Bowl team. Then they decide, okay, we got to figure out who we're going to pay and what we're going to do. And they realize, okay, we're not going to allocate that 
those resources to, to him at the wide receiver position. So they trade him for a second round pick. That second round pick becomes Van Jefferson. So while Brandon Cooks has been excellent uh, with the Houston Texans, really he's played great everywhere mm-hmm. he's ever been, all these different organizations. But to be able to get somebody in Van Jefferson, who you just mentioned the intelligence, Van Jefferson, Sean Jefferson's kid, son of a coach, who coming into that draft, we would all say was the most polished route runner and maybe the, the most football intelligent of any receiver in that draft class. So now you're starting to find that, that formula, that identity that they have. Now keep in mind, Robert Woods, who's been lost for the season, He's an outstanding player. Robert Woods, you'd say the same things about him. He's tough, you know, one of the best blocking receivers in the NFL. He's incredibly football smart. Like, he has unbelievable instincts on the field, catches everything, precise routes. Like, for all this talk about basketball teams with these other, you know, organizations, the Rams have a type, man. Like, they have a type, and they want those guys. And talking to people that run this offense and this system, it's not an X and a Z. It's, they want all three guys to be interchangeable. You can go anywhere and play any spot, and that's what they have with this group. And Odell obviously fits right into that as well. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. You talk about those other guys, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Like They all get tremendous uh, credit for like their high football IQ, their pedigree in terms of like how they're, they're – I would say like most of those guys are perceived as like self-made guys. Like When yeah. we're in the room, if we were describing them, we're talking about how they had to work to get to that point. Yes, we would celebrate their athletic gifts, but we would still say they're more workmanlike, more blue collar than those things. I think OBJ and I think his experience with the Rams may alter a little bit of the perception on who he is. For me, I've always said that if I could build a team, what I would like to build is a collection of blue chip talents with blue collar mentalities. And I think what we're seeing in OBJ he might have a little more of that than we gave him credit because some of it is lost in the flash. I think when you hear Cooper Cup talk about how impressed he was to see OBJ learn the offense and learn the offense on the fly in the middle of the season, now, DJ, what you have is a collection of guys who can line up anywhere on the field. And the advantage of that, from a defensive standpoint, you can't really bird dog and say, hey, Odell's always going to be here. Cooper Cup is always going to be in the slot. Van Jefferson is always here. So to take them away, we're always going to double this side. The Rams have the ability, when they break the huddle, they literally can play rock, paper, scissors to determine who goes where in the thing. I think that's such a huge advantage, and it kind of comes from where I come from in Green Bay when you play for Mike Holmgren and those old 49ers teams and Bill Walsh or whatever. Everybody had to know everything because it does give you the freedom and the flexibility to move around so you can avoid some of the blanket tactics that teams use. I want to get to uh, another point here, and that is Cam Akers. You mentioned him, Buck. Looking at, we're looking at these homegrown guys for the Rams offense. Cam Akers um, was a second-round pick, right? So Cam Akers um, was the 52nd pick in the 2020 draft. So, so this is the key here, right? So they trade all these ones. It's about knowing where value is in the draft when you have that. It's a big, big component of it. The second round running back store is like the best store on planet Earth, man. You talk about the values mm-hmm. there. Look at look at that year, 2020. Here are your second round picks at the running back position. DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Dillon. Find the bad player. Let's go back. Let's go back to 2019. You have Miles Sanders, who went in the second round. He's a good football player. He was the only one. Uh, let's go to 2018. 
you end up seeing Nick Chubb in the second round, Ronald Jones in the second round. Uh, then you end up having a couple, you know, you've got Kerryon Johnson and Darius Geis for different reasons. Um, didn't work out for them, but you got two, st- still two really, really good players. You go back to 2017, second round. How about Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon? Those are your second round picks. Like, man, that is. And we talk about we talk about it as we go up to the draft. Oh, the value of the running back position. You don't want to spend a one on them. Well, frick, you. I got no problem spending a two because the batting average and those list of names is some of the best in the business. Look, man, that, that's that's really where the sweet spot has been for running backs. It's in the second round. Now we have talked about we've had this conversation, and I come from a place where. Um, Look, if a guy is talented, you draft him in the first round and you utilize him. But I think time, over time, it's been shown that you can get elite, all-star, all-pro caliber Cheap. running backs in the second and third round. And for some in the Shanahan system, you're really able to shop at the bargain basement bin, which is the sixth, seventh, and maybe the free agent rounds. But for the majority of them, the majority of the top players are coming from that second, third round um situation cam Akers was a guy that was as talented as we could find at a running back position could catch it could run it a guy who was a high school quarterback um he has some versatility he has explosiveness and all of those things and he's able to do it so think about this dj they're able to take a cam Akers, a second round pick as their feature back he gets hurt they trade a six round pick to get a first round in return in sony michelle yeah and we can say what we want to about Sonny Michelle. One thing that I learned from the late Al Davis is when guys are taken in the first round, they were drafted in the first round typically for a reason. And there's a level of talent that is commiserate with the NBA first round picks. So the Rams have been able to acquire these guys and put them beside some of their homegrown guys and get a ton of bang for their buck. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and, you know, we're kind of looking at, at guys that they that they drafted, some other players they drafted, Higby, David Edwards, Brian Allen, uh, Havenstein, their right tackle. Those are all drafted guys. Now, you mentioned Sony Michelle. That was a trade. Didn't cost them hardly anything. Austin Corbett was another trade. Wasn't expensive. One that was expensive uh, was Matthew Stafford. And when we kind of have hindsight and go back and look at this, this, tra- this question was posed to me on the radio this week. I'll pose it to you. Can you, over- can you overpay for a, a franchise quarterback? No, not for it. And and look, if we're being very particular about the definition of franchise quarterback, what we're saying is a quarterback that has the ability to be a top eight quarterback in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Top eight. We expect him to be a top eight and really a top five guy is really what, what you want. But someone who can be in the, the upper echelon, the top 25 percentile of quarterbacks. in the Matthew Stafford absolutely has that talent. He was a number one overall pick when he came out. He has shown time and time again when he's with the Detroit Lions that he has a propensity to be able to lead his team back. You look at his numbers in terms of game-winning drives, fourth-quarter comebacks. I mean, he is in rare air when it comes to what he's been able to do. For the Rams to make that move, DJ, man, like, he's delivered. Now, I still will say that for it to be all the way right, they need to win it because that would be the next step beyond Jared Goff. But he's delivered. The only thing that you can ever hope for as an organization, you always want to be in the conversation as a championship squad. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that you can win it every year. But, man, part of the reason why we celebrate the Patriots on the Tom Brady is because, man, you knew the road to the Super Bowl always had to go either through them or they were on the road somewhere in the way where you had to, to navigate 
by them. And so, yeah, like he's been as good as advertised, even with the flaws that we can talk about, some of the turnovers and that. You can't dispute or knock the hustle. You can't knock the talent. Here's here's my point on that, too. You talk about not being able to overpay. If you're looking at consistency, longevity and consistency, right? If, if you told me the three most important factors for having consistent uh, success and over a long period of time, I look at three things, Buck. I look at the owner. I look at the at the head coach. And I look at the quarterback. Now, obviously, general manager factors in there as well. But to me, those are even the, those are the three biggest spots. They've got an owner with deep pockets who's willing to do whatever you need to do. Hey, you pay Jared Goff, but then you want to move on from him? Eh, see you later. We're, we're fine with that. We don't m- m- mind the kind of a sunk cost thought there. Just let's move on. Um, you've got McVay, who's got a coaching tree. It's probably the biggest coaching tree in the NFL right now. He's going to be coaching against one of them in the Super Bowl. Who brings who brings energy? Who brings um, creativity, uh, leadership, all that stuff? McVay checks every single box. And now you've got a quarterback who, by all measures, is going to be you – know, he's a top 10 quarterback in the league, whatever you think. He's a top 10 guy with probably top five skill, like top five talent. And he's going to – let's just say conservatively, four or five more years of that. So you're going to have all those pillars in place. You can fill in the rest, man. Like that's why, to me, you can't overpay. And I want to I want to get to this point here because we talked about getting rid of ones, right? Mm-hmm. Now, and we're, you know, we'll take a break in a minute and then we'll go look at the defense. I know they traded a two and a three for Vaughn. But – this is my challenge. Like if you're if you're less, like this would be one of my challenges to my scouting staff. In a normal year where let's say you don't have ones, which they're not going to have, but you have twos. Mm-hmm. And let's assume we're picking in the bottom, you know, the bottom six, seven picks in the second round every year. Your challenge is to find the nugget in there. Okay. Now I went back and looked at the second round the last few years. Here's some guys that were picked towards the bottom of the second round. Last year, um, Creed Humphrey was the was the sixty mm-hmm. third pick. Okay, it's a great player. Um, that would be a, a nice one to find. Josh Myers, a center for the Packers, was picked right in front of him. Um, so the, Nick Bolton was the fifty eighth player who's been you know is going to be a perennial Pro Bowler for the Chiefs. Lights out, yeah, lights out, lights out. So, so so those are three those are three gems, right? So if you say okay, if you take that seven eight pick thing, there's two or three studs in there. We have to just find one of them. Um, you go back to twenty twenty, the bottom of that round, the last pick. So assuming you won the Super Bowl, the last pick of the second round in, in 2020, Jeremy Chin. Okay. Mm. You gotta find you gotta find the Jeremy Chin. Right before him was Willie Gay, who's who's a good player. Um, that, that's a good find there. Let's go to 2019. 2019, uh, the let's go to the bottom of that round. You know who the last pick in 2019 was in the second round? DK Metcalf. <laughs> so my so, and Juan Thornhill was yeah. picked right before him. So, in other words, I'm saying those are first round players. Yep. that you're getting at the bottom of the second round. Now, it's not one of those deals where, hey, whoever you pick there is going to be great. There might only be one or two in that little eight, you know, six, seven, eight gap there of players. But, man, it's your challenge. We're going to find the DK Metcalf. We're going to find that guy in this group. Oh, what I, what I love about that is, DJ, we always talk about it. And sometimes, like, on draft shows, like, we can kind of get caught up in the first round and everything is focused on, like, the first ten picks and those things. But, like, this draft will be a perfect illustration. Uh, we've talked about it on previous podcasts. The strength of this draft is like 15 to 35, 15 to 45. They're a bunch of guys that are similarly graded, depending on what scheme they go to. Like you can kind of stack them differently. So if you're less needing these other teams, when we're stacking the board and we got those cluster busters, your job is to make sure that you really refine and go through that with a fine tooth comb. Because ultimately, DJ, we see it every year. Nick Bolton. For example, we talked about him 
yeah. in the run-up to the draft. We talked about him maybe as a borderline first-round pick, yada, yada, yada. For him to be there at the bottom of the second round, it just tells you that we can talk about the draft and we can talk about players, but the draft is weird on draft day, and you never know how it's going to shake. So what you want to do is you want to refine your board to make sure that you've covered all those first-rounders because inevitably someone is going to be sitting there for whatever reason. Last year we talked about JOK, Owusu Kormor. Had an issue, he ends up being a second-round pick. And so what the Rams have been able to do is they've been able to find those players. But, yeah, it's the challenge to the scouting staff that, hey, guys, we don't have a one, but we have to be so good on day two and day three. Let's make sure we turn over every rock and make sure we don't miss any of the good players and make sure they're on our board and they're within proximity that we can get them. When It's like a blinking light. Yep. When we get to the bottom thing, like, hey, man, this player, right? He's just sitting right here. Take him. Yeah, Nick Bolton was my 34th player that they got, I believe we said, was the 58th pick. DK Metcalf, I want to say, was my 18th player, 16 or 18, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, they got him with the 64th pick. So, And the other thing um, is is when you're a scouting staff, when the rest of the league has to pour you know, all those resources mm-hmm. into those top, top guys, you can bypass those guys. They're going to be gone. You know, we can we can worry and f- put more attention and more focus and and really dive into that next group of guys. And you'll find first round players in there. So, I mean, I think you people look at it from now and say, "Oh, no, first round pick." Then, no, 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 you can still get a first round player. You just don't, you get them in second round. Yeah, you do. And so, what it does, DJ, it also changes the way that you set up your visits. It changes nope. the way that you deploy your scouts to pro days. It's all of that. Like it takes. Hey, man, let's take those top. 20 players off the board. Let's, t- let's yep. take those guys off the board and let's hone in on these other guys because inevitably we're going to be able to work out. We're going to bring somebody in that the rest of the league is going to miss. And let's make sure we've done our homework and our due diligence so that if he's there, we feel good about it when we hand in the card and say, this is a guy that's going to be a ramp. All right, we're going to, uh, we're going to jump over to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to do that right after this. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. 
Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too, with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. All right, Buck, let's uh, let's keep the conversation going. We've talked about, you know, a lot of those homegrown pieces on offense, on defense. Um, There's some good homegrown homegrown pieces as well. When you look at obviously Aaron Donald being the biggest piece, um, Greg Gaines, a good player for them. Ernest Jones, a young linebacker. Uh, Troy Reader is another one. You've got some undrafted guys that have, have, uh, have played well for them. Um, you, you've got it. They've done a really, really nice job there. I think Reader was actually undrafted free agent. Then you've got Nick Scott, Taylor Rapp, Jordan Fuller. He's on IR right now. Um, those guys were all kind of homegrown guys. Now, I want to add one little nugget here because this, this, this is a great example. I don't know that this story I've heard this much this week, but I don't know if you saw this the other day. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was yesterday. Did you see Greg Robinson get arrested again? No, Greg Robinson get a big. I mean, he's his second major drug arrest in terms of like he had like one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of, of drugs on him, and it, it, it's you feel terrible. His personal life is is gone way way away. But as a player, and I had a high high grade on him, was way too mm-hmm. high on him. He was a bust, right? Complete bust as a tackle. Think about the inexact science that this is. Think about we can do all the homework and you can try and project these guys out. The Rams in that draft had the number two pick. They took Greg Robinson, who's probably on his way to jail, who's been out of the league mm-hmm. for several years. I think they ended up trading him for like a six-round pick at, you know, after he just kind yeah, of flopped with end. them. Yeah. They took him with the second pick. With the 13th pick, they took Aaron Donald, who might go down as, you know, one of the greatest defensive players of all time. It kind of reminds me of the Tom, you know, the Tom Brady, you know, look at all the players the Patriots picked before they got to Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Man, is it? It's it's a hard. It's hard trying to figure this stuff out. But man, it's it's nice having a couple bites at the apple because the second one was a grand slam. Yeah, look, that, that, I mean, that's that's part of it. As as much as we like to think that we're always going to nail the the top pick, it doesn't happen. And so you want to mm-hmm. give yourself more lottery tickets to be able to cash in. 
Yeah, you certainly were able to cash in on Aaron Donald. Uh, <laughs> man, I, 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 man, I, I didn't even forgot about that draft. Greg, you? Man, how about that? Greg Robinson was the number one, and then they come back and get Aaron Donald. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. And Aaron Donald, like DJ, here's the thing, and we we've talked about it. Uh, I think we both are kind of prototype guys in terms of like prototypical size, length, athleticism, speed, and those things. Aaron Donald kind of was different because he was a short interior defender with outstanding production at Pitt. Yeah. When you go back and track his numbers, his numbers were ridiculous in terms of sacks and tackles or loss. You go down and you watch him at the senior bowl, and he was unblockable. They could block him. Unblockable the entire week. Motor runs high, everything. But he was just in a different package, meaning he wasn't the 6'4", 6'5", 300-pound guy that could leap tall buildings in a single bound. But to the Rams' credit, man, they had a vision for him. And the thing about him that's been so impressive, he's been able to play in multiple multiple systems in which you wouldn't think a guy of his size and stature would be able to thrive. So when Wade Phillips comes in there, they're in a 3-4 defense. Normally, you can't have a shorter player playing the five technique. I mean, maybe the three, but not really. He's not an ideal fit. Doesn't matter. He crushes it. <laughs> you know, but he plays in Brandon Staley's system. Same success. Raheem Morris comes in, another system. Guy's just a man, a blue chip player, just kind of finds a way to do it. And they certainly kind of tweak it to make it uh, easy for him to do his deal. But he definitely is not the JJ Watt type that we saw playing Wade Phillips defense, but he's just as effective. No doubt. Um, and changed his body even when he got to the league. I mean, mm-hmm. what you saw going back and watch some of the senior bowl highlights when we were doing that game, and I'm looking at him like, he didn't even look like the same guy. Like, I mean, dude, dude is ripped up like he's a linebacker. Uh, well, he's playing like a 265 or whatever he's playing at. I mean, like he <laughs> cut all this weight and just he's, he's a he's a freak, man. Absolute freak. Uh, but those are their homegrown guys. Um, the trades. Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller, Buck, I, I'll give you the floor of which one of those moves you like best. Uh, I like Jalen Ramsey first. Jalen Ramsey has been there more, but I think what Jalen Ramsey gave them, and I love Marcus Peters, but Jalen Ramsey gave them a different type elite corner on the outlet. Jalen Ramsey is more of your traditional shutdown type. Marcus Peters is a ball hawk, and mm-hmm. there's a place for ball hawks, but Jalen Ramsey is the guy that he's the eraser. You put him on guys and take that guy right off the stat sheet. There's nothing happening. I think the the thing about Jalen that might be underappreciated, we talked about those guys that you bring into the building for the Rams, high football IQ, instincts and awareness, a lot that is lost in maybe his bodacious personality has been that IQ. I mean, he is a high IQ, very instinctive, very aware playmaker. And by putting him in that star role, Brandon Staley really unlocked him because he allowed him to kind of display some of his leadership skills and football intelligence by putting him closer to the ball. And then they've continued to kind of add to that by leaving him inside. He is really a Swiss army knife in that sense. And it's a luxury to have that kind of guy that can play inside, outside on a week-to-week basis. And you utilize him to really shore up the biggest weakness that you have or nullify the opposition's biggest strength. All right, here's one of the other things about him. I think I think it's huge. To me, when you look at the best defenses, you know, that I've been around or that you've been around and that we've seen in the league, you got to have somebody that brings edge and energy. Like th- those two E words, right? And I think Jalen does that. 
I mean, I get, you know, doing the charge games, I see it, you know, when they're going right. Derwin James brings edge and energy to that group. I saw it obviously with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Those guys, they had a lot of guys on that team, brought a lot of edge, a lot of energy. Um, you kind of go back to the to the teams you're around. You, you saw those guys, man. Like the, there's just there's there's that little component. Maybe it doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but it just kind of la- it raises the whole energy, the collective energy of your defense. I think outside of everything he does is a phenomenal cover guy and you can tackler and and instincts and ball. Well, all that stuff's great to me. The edge and energies is uh, is the good stuff. That is the great stuff, and I think every team needs to have a couple of edgy personalities to kind of get them going. Jalen brings that. Now, it's really important when you have a guy like Jalen Ramsey that the people that are coaching him understand how to kind of wrangle the cats because it's going to be testy at times. You're going to have to deal with some things that may pop up from intense competitors. But when you unlock that, man, you talk about going to the next level. And, you know, it's unfortunate. Well, it's not unfortunate. I think it's a great story. How about I won't use unfortunate. It's a great story about Eric Weddle joining the team late. DJ, I honestly believe that might have been one of the best moves that the team made when they needed it. Because when mm-hmm. you look at the team and what they were doing prior to his arrival, you had a lot of busts. You had some miscommunications. You had some things that really will cost you games. And I will say that the double-edged sword and having someone who is edgy and temperamental but kind of positioned as your communicator is that when their emotions get high, sometimes their ability to focus and communicate and get everyone on the same page goes by the wayside. And Eric Weddle, I believe the Rams acquired a guy who could settle everybody down, and I think he already has the respect of Jalen Ramsey. So at times, if there's one person that needs to tell Ramsey, like, hey, we got it, take care of it, I think you need to have that, that elder statesman in the room that has enough pelts on the wall where you respect him, that can still play. Because, look, man, I know Weddle retired a couple years ago, but the guy that I'm watching on tape, that guy still can play if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, he's not the all-star Weddle, but he's certainly good enough to make some plays and tackle and do some things. He has been an underrated acquisition that has helped the Rams get to this point. No doubt. The other one I'll add in there, and and real quick on the Von Miller thing, we said it at the time, no brainer. I mean, for the cost of a mm-hmm. two and a three, he's a he's a put you over the top chip. He's on a sack streak right now. He gets in a rhythm as a pass rusher. I don't think you're going to get it from him all 17 weeks of the regular season. You don't need to. This is what you made that trade for is to get where you are right now. And I think you'll have a big impact in the Super Bowl. Um, so I, we love that trade as well. Leonard Floyd, you you mentioned him briefly. Uh, Buck, the last two years with the Rams, ten and a half sacks, nine and a half sacks. He's kind of the forgotten man, and he's one of the more unique players. With his body type, he's 6'5", he's 240 pounds. He's just really long and rangy and athletic, and you can do a lot of different things with him. Um, I think he's he kind of fits. You know, I was I was thinking about this game and and how the, the Bengals try and slow down this pass rush. One of the things you see a lot of teams do, right, is you go tempo. Let's try and gas these guys out. But when you look at him and even just look at the body types up front, like Vaughn, is so is so lean and then you look at, at Leonard Floyd so lean and you look at the motor and the shape that Aaron Donald is in like I don't know if you can gas those guys out like that's not these aren't like the 300 pound dudes that you're trying to you know, 285 pound edge rushers like nah I think these guys can go all day long they had a bunch of NASCARs a bunch of race cars off the edge yeah. <laughs> whipping around everybody what you acquire 
and he, he, here's what we, we've talked about the star power, but in a different way. DJ, the reason why you want stars, stars are meant for these games. You don't acquire stars necessarily for the regular season. You want solid role players. You want depth. You want a nice team to be able to get you through the regular season. But the playoffs, the playoffs are about the stars. DJ, I don't know if there's been one pivotal play or game-changing play in the postseason that's been delivered by somebody who wasn't considered a star on any Mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. Because in the postseason, it's about your blue-chip players getting you over the threshold. Like, that's when they take the baton and be like, all right, thank you for getting us here. We'll get you over the top. So having Von Miller in the bullpen, having Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, all those guys we talked about on offense, it's for these moments. And what you're hoping is that the talent overwhelms the opponent, that they're so talented, they play at such a level that they overwhelm the opponent. And right now, the way the Rams have done it, that's kind of been their calling card. Mm -hmm. One one last point. I'll kind of wrap up the defense here. We, We talked about knowing where to shop for running backs, right? Second second round is the store you want to go shop for running backs. Here's another point I'll make in, in what they've done in the personnel department. A guy like Darius Williams. Okay, Darius Williams was an undrafted free agent with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, he was in that organization. Then he got claimed. Um, he comes over from there to the Rams. So what's the, what's the lesson there? The Baltimore Ravens had the deepest cornerback room in the NFL. If you think about it, they all got hurt this year. But over the last three, four, five years – They've had the deepest corner. I'm talking they're going four or five mm-hmm. corners deep. Um, it's mm-hmm. the strength of their defense. So find out the teams that not only know how to scout positions and then have depth, quality depth of those positions, and then those, when you keep an eye on the wave, on the waiver wire, those mm-hmm. are the teams and the positions that you monitor, and once you get your opportunity, boom, you take it. No, DJ, I, I think that is there is something to that because teams do have – uh, a reputation. Some teams have a reputation for being able to develop certain positions. Like you just kind of know that those guys go, they're going to play, they can play in the league, they have a surplus, and you just kind of, you just kind of lurking around, waiting for them to slide a guy through the waiver wire that you can scoop up yep. and play. I would also say that the one thing about the Rams, uh, and you know this from watching Brandon Staley's teams each week on defense. They are teams that require their DBs to have a lot of different tools in the tool belt. Yeah. You have to be able to play from off. You need to back belt. You need to be able to play with your eyes on the quarterback. At times, you need to be able to press. But they have a tendency to prefer well-rounded players. And when you think about the Rams and how Raheem Morris is trying to continue on this defense that is kind of style and originally designed from Brandon Staley, off coverage, zone coverage, they'll play some man, but really this is not really a heavy man-to-man team. They want to see the ball, they want to get the ball, and they play well. And so being able to have guys with very balanced games has given them an opportunity to play the kind of defense that you need to play to be successful in the postseason. Yeah, I've heard you know Coach Staley say at times and talking to him, like if a guy can only do one thing, he's not really – it's no good, man. Like that, that doesn't help us. You have to be able to do multiple things. And I think that that stands really, you know, kind of the positionless thing that we've talked about over the last few years. And that doesn't necessarily mean you need a guy, that, you know, to rush the passer and then cover a receiver. Like we, we're not talking about this crazy uh, range of skill sets, but you can do a couple different things. You can drop if you need to drop. Um, you know, you're a linebacker. You you can you can play out in the hole. You can you can rush the passer a little bit. 
just having a couple different things you can do, it just gives you so much freedom and so much flexibility and goes to what we were saying on the other side of the ball. You know, having all these receivers be interchangeable is huge. Um, so I think that's kind of a pillar of, of how they've built their team there with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's it. I mean, I mean, we've talked about versatility. we talked about high IQ. All those things kind of result in you having guys that have multiple tools uh, on the tool bill. And you, you have to be able to have those things. And the teams that are multiple, the teams that have a variety of different ways to be able to get to the winner circle are the ones that are really are tough to defeat in the postseason. And because the Rams can attack you in so many different ways on both sides of the ball with a variety of different players, it's overwhelming. The talent is overwhelming. I think the big thing in this game, like we can talk about team building, but in this game is more of can the Rams avoid messing it up as opposed to having to win it? Because their talent on paper would say that they just, if they keep it in the fairway, they win. Mm -hmm. You know, if we were playing golf, I know you're not a golfer, but if we were playing a golfer, I was, I was playing golf, I'd say, DJ, put if I'm telling Sean McVay, I'm his caddy. Hey, man, put the driver, put the driver <laughs> bat, bat in the bag. <laughs> yeah, hey, put a hey, just. You know what I'm gonna do? Hey, let me let me let me take that. I'm gonna leave that here. I'm gonna leave that here in the clubhouse. And what we're going to do today is we're gonna play with our woods and our yeah. irons. Yeah. And if you just hit it in the fairway, we'll we'll win the jacket on Sunday. That's but if you fun. go out there with a big driver and you're trying to trying to get down into trying to hit these bomb shots, it's gonna be a problem. Just Put it in the fairway. All right. You teased it right there. We're going to take one quick break. We're going to come back and give you our Super Bowl predictions here for Super Bowl 56. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. All right, Buck, I feel like everybody's got to do it. Um, It's our turn here as we wrap this one up. It's been fun to take a deep dive here on the Rams. If you missed the episode on the Bengals, we encourage you to go back and listen to that. Uh, Just some different things we took away from their roster building process, what you can learn, and and maybe what could benefit some of these other teams around the league. It's been a fun exercise. But the time has come. Uh, We've got to pick this one here. Who do do you like? What's the score? Who's the MVP? Oh, my gosh. My heart. Okay, so see, here's the conundrum, right? Because yeah. my head, everything in my head says, hey, the Rams should win this. Like, this should be maybe like a yeah. two-touchdown game. You look at their talent on both sides of the ball. You look at the line of scrimmage. Defensively, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald. You got a playmaker in Jalen Ramsey. Offensively, man, I'll take my chance with OBJ and Cooper Cup against Eli Apple and those guys. But then I think about the Bengals' path to get here. They've already knocked off the number one team in the AFC and the Titans. They knocked off the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they're not on the road, on the road, on the road. Like, I mean, there there's a hardened thing. And people have made this comparison and it's the comparison that I hearken to. Man, I remember when the I remember when the doggone Patriots knocked off the greatest show on turf and no one thought that they could do it and no one could see a path for them to win. But I'm sitting here looking at the quarterback and I'm looking at Jamar Chase and the running game, because remember, the Rams have struggled against the running game at times. Mm -hmm. Joe Mixon is the hidden factor. Look, man, I, I, I might as well call my shot because no one cares. Hey, let's go to the Bengals. I'll take the Bengals okay. in this one. Only because, okay. like, I do believe that there's a path for them to do it if they control the game. If they win, though, the only way they can win is if Joe Mixon plays at an MVP level. He's going to be Joe the MVP. Mixon He'll be the Super Bowl MVP for you then. Yeah, he has to be the main reason. Because, to me, they don't want to get in a track meet with the Rams, even though they have the talent offensively. To, they want to control it. And they want to get into the fourth quarter. And I think if they're able to control it with Joe Mixon, 150 rushing yards, I would say, would, would be the thing. If he's able to get that 150 yards, whatever combined, scrimmage yards, however you want to do it, then they have a chance to win. Otherwise, I think the Rams are going to send him home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm torn on this one because I, I've said it many times. Joe Burrow is my favorite player to watch in the league. I, I love him. Um, and he's if he wins this, I will I will put him in the Tom Brady category from this standpoint, right? I'm not saying he's Tom Brady. I'll say this. I learned, and it took me a long time to learn it, to just never, never go against Brady. Like it, it, whatever common sense says, you look at his players and their players, and you can rationalize it. That you get to the point where you're just like, mm, Tom Brady's playing, I'll pick him. Um, if if Burrow pulls this off, I'm gonna have the same thought about him going forward. And just like that dude's just such an assassin and such a killer. Like I'm just, I don't care. I mean, the offensive line's not very good. The Rams have an unbelievable defensive front. You know, if, if he wins this game, then going forward, I'll probably adopt the don't bet against Joe Burrow ever uh, philosophy. <laughs> we're going to do that already? I just – I don't – I think gonna, I, he's, he's an assassin. Already? He's just – he's in a complete assassin. And I think if they win this game, he'll he'll be the MVP. I think it's going to be on him to to get it done. I just don't know how they block these guys. I can't I can't wrap my mind around it. I remember the Super Bowl uh, with KC right. and Tampa, and I said the same thing. I said, look, I love Patrick Mahomes, and I think he's the, he's the best in the business. I do not know how their tackles are going to block JPP and Barrett. I didn't. I just don't see how they can block those guys, and they couldn't. And that was the game. And I look at this. I look at this Bengals offensive line against this Rams front. And I'm like, man, I, man, I love Joe Burrow. I love the weapons. I love Joe Mixon. I love all that. I don't know how they block these guys. So that that's why I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think it's a little bit of a shootout, but I think I went Rams 34-31. And just to tick off Rhett, I, I stole his thunder and picked Cooper Cup as the MVP. <laughs> look, man, I. It's a dumb one. I mean, I believe this would have to be one more so where the Rams lose it than the Bengals. Win. Oh, if like look, if Stafford plays a clean game, not a great game, a clean game, I think they win. The only, that, the only, the way they the lose key. is if he's if he turn it over a bunch, then they, they, they have to lose. they have to turn it over. They have yeah. to turn it over. And so, uh, if this was a prize fight, I would tell Sean McVay go into the fight trying to win on points. Yeah, let the knockout happen in the late rounds. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to come out and throw haymakers and deliver bomb after bomb after bomb. Take your time and slowly, methodically whittle the bingos down and then knock them out in the second half. Because if they come out maybe over aggressive, I worry about the turnovers coming. Because let's be honest, you only get so many shamrocks and rabbit feet. Yeah. I don't know how many of these interceptions can be dropped by the opponent yeah. before they cash them in. And so they've gotten away with a few of those. I don't know if they can continue to to live dangerously like that because the Bengals have been catching them this year, this yeah. postseason. Yeah. No, it's going to be a fun game. Looking forward to it. Um, we'll have all the recap stuff for you on Move the Sticks Monday, so be be sure to look out for that one. Uh, we've got you covered. Want to give a special shout out to Nabil for all the research he did for us as we did these last two episodes. He is the best in the business. Um, appreciate you guys hanging with us, and we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.